0: If you ask me to predict what's going to happen with Jalen here, I think it could go either way. I think there's going to absolutely be a debate on whether Jalen should be a $50 million player at the top of this team. And there's going to be a lot of messaging. There's going to be a lot of negotiation. There's going to be a lot of debate to make it look like who, who let this Jalen thing go awry. But ultimately if they don't bring him back this year, it'll be their decision. uh,
1: I, it's a really interesting question and now uh, Brad played the we can't talk about it card the negotiating window hasn't opened the new league year starts blah 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 that's when they can start talking extension whatever, man, he can say whatever he wants to say in regards to we fully plan to do everything in our power to bring Jalen back, but he wouldn't go that far either. Uh, Here he was asked a question about, uh, a a good question, I think this was Chelsea uh, from Channel 7, asking, like, does he want to be back too? Didn't really get answered, but here's what Brad had to say on Jalen, and it's some boilerplate stuff, but we'll have the conversation after.
0: You mentioned you love your core. Do you plan on offering Jalen Brown an extension this summer, and do you get a sense that he still wants to play in Boston?
1: Well, I've
2: gotten nothing but great, uh, had nothing but great conversations with Jalen, but we can't talk about all that stuff. As I said earlier with grant, like I'm not allowed to, to talk about a, the contract details, let alone the extension, because it's not of that time yet. Right now is his window is between July 1st and October or whatever it is. And, um, but I can say, you know, without a doubt, like we want Jalen to be here and he's a big part of us and we believe in him and I'm thankful for him. And, you know, um, and I, and I've, and I said this earlier, I'm really thankful for when those guys have success, they come back to work and when they get beat, they own it and they come back to work. And so I know that that's what they're about. Um, and that's hard to find kind of like what I talked about with leadership earlier. Um, that's those qualities aren't, they aren't for everybody. So, Um, you know, Jalen had a great year, all NBA year, he's a big part of us moving
1: forward in our eyes. Anyway, a non-answer. It's a, it's a multi, this question, Bobby, um, has a million layers to it. It's will they, should they, will they, will he, and should they? There's three questions we don't know the answer to. Will they offer him a Supermax? Will he take it? Should they offer him the Supermax? I don't have I don't have a I two of those three, will they? I don't know. Um, will he take it? I don't know. He the, will he will take it. I assume nine. so. But what you and I can mainly debate is the should they. Because that's what I think it boils down to. If they will, there's nothing we can do about it. If he'll take it or won't take it, there's nothing we can do. It's not worth debating. It's the should they that's interesting. Should they offer him a supermax or should they look to potentially trade him? This is going to be the number one story by miles and not just now of the last decade involving this team. This is a massive, potentially seismic situation. And I don't care how many like, nice, friendly Brad Stevens press conferences we have, like it's real and it's they got to go be thi- and they got to be thinking about it. And it's go time. And there is no effing around. There is no, I'm Sharad, and I disagreed about this. There is no, well, would you take a little less? No, that's a no. And Zach,
0: Lowe, Zach Lowe has reported that there's not going to be a lot of wiggle room here.
1: There's no wiggle room. There's nothing there. You're, you're coming with it or you're making a move and you got to do it fast. Cause if you start shopping him quietly and the leaks start coming out there, it might already be over. So you've got to like thieves in the night. If you're going to trade him, you feel the caller too and you take a good offer and you call it a day. That's it. You can't have a long protracted bidding war. If you think it's a move and you think you have an idea of the package you want, you take a couple of calls and you pull the trigger or you pony up the dough and you live with the you live with the results
0: yeah and as i said after the last show i do find it interesting that he's been noncommittal to a large degree and i think you said this as early as that interview run he went on that a lot of this is probably negotiation and that makes sense now because they can come in lower than 295 and he if traded I think can only make about like 200, so it's you know it's about a hundred million dollar difference we're talking about here. This isn't small stuff, especially for a guy who kind of took a little bit of a smaller amount on his last contract than he probably deserved. So I would think he and his agent Jason Glushon probably want every last penny here. Uh, So the easiest answer here is that. The Celtics want to keep him for as long as they can, not even think about free agency next year and just (laughs) figure it out later. And from his standpoint, we want every last time we can figure it out later. So let's just do this now. 300 million, boom, on to 2024.
1: Can Jalen wait? Can Jalen say no and say, I want to see what happens after this year and still get that Supermax?
0: What if he gets hurt?
1: No, I'm saying he can though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can offer him the Supermax right up into the summer.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a world – this is where it gets really tricky. You know, they've now got that card to play. They have to play it this summer at least to make that offer. If Jalen Brown says no, like let's see how it goes one more year, you know, they still have that leverage because they can offer it and no one else can. But, boy, is it risky because he can just leave. You, tra- um,
0: you trade him immediately.
1: I think you trade him immediately. And again, we played this on uh, the night of the game. I'm going to play a portion of it. Jalen Brown talking about his future. Have you been able to kind of think about your future here and, and what you're hoping for?
3: I expected to win today um, and move on. And that's what my focus was on. That's what my focus has been on. Uh, we failed, I failed. And it's hard to think about anything else right now, to be honest. Um, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there.
2: Obviously, you mentioned about the future you guys have ahead. This summer you have some decisions to make in terms of an extension, Boston, if it gets offered. What is kind of your mindset about that this summer, and what are your expectations for how that will play out? Um, say that again. In terms of in terms of the possibility of you getting an extension this summer, especially after making All-NBA, what is kind of your thought process going into the summer, and how do you expect it to play out?
3: You guys, what's my thought process? Um, I really don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't even really know how to answer that question right now, to be honest. Um, my thought process is, you know, take it one day at a time, um, focus on, you know, getting better, um, focus on, you know, what the future holds and, and, and see where we are from there. Um, I, I guess I don't really know how to answer that.
1: So we played that night of the game. It was pretty painful. Um, you know. I I never know with Jalen. I honestly think sometimes in an attempt to not say things, he clumsily says more than he wants to or gives the impression of something totally different than what he actually wants out there. I don't know that that pausing and hemming and hawing means I'm trying not to say what I actually think and feel right now. It just might be a... I'm just trying not to sit here and talk about money and myself and the game and the supermax, And I don't want to get into it. He's just not nimble enough to duck out of it. So I don't know. What I do know is, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what he wants to do. I really don't know. I I'm not sure. I don't know that anybody knows. I, you'll have people definitively in the chat here and on Twitter and every say he's staying, he's leaving. And they both are positive. I don't know, man. I have no idea where his mind is at. All I know is no one's ever rejected a supermax. And if he did that, that would be something.
0: It would be something. So it comes down to whether they offer it. And that's where things get tricky in the negotiation here. There won't be a negotiation. Celtics could probably make the case that oh, it, you know, this new CBA, 300 million is going to be very restrictive to the team. Let's do 250. You can only get 200 elsewhere. Let's do 250. Let's do 270. Let's do 260. Let's you know, go back and forth here save some money, be able to keep Grant maybe, blah, 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 blah. Jalen's going to look at his second team All-NBA. All these guys make Supermaxes. I should too, and I'm only getting better. And I took money off last time. So there's a real negotiation here that you wonder how sharply Brown will dig in on because, yes, he can reject the Supermax, and it would be very surprising. But if it never comes, he's going to want to work his way up to that. But... If he's traded, he can only get about 200 So then he loses everything here negotiating-wise. So there is a case that the Celtics can leverage him into something here, but he could just say, I'll wait and try to hold them to next summer, as you say. And that's his leverage, that he can go to free agency and not only uh, make a lot of money elsewhere, um, but also, well, he wouldn't be able to make a lot of money at this point. So... The Celtics do have some leverage here, but not a lot. And I do think they'll probably try to enact that leverage. And that's where things could get messy here. Because if they just throw down $300 million, I think the deal gets done. It's it's almost inconceivable to think that he would reject that. Because he doesn't have leverage to get money elsewhere, John, even if he's traded.
1: Yeah, I mean, so again, we go round and round on this. I, I'm not going to lie. My, my philosophy most of the year was... You need the asset. So you need him to make all NBA because that's gonna that's gonna tie him in. It's golden handcuffs, you know? He's locked in. You nobody walks away from that. And somebody did rightfully put in here. I do think Kawhi might Kawhi walked away in Toronto, right?
0: Yes. Well, yeah. no,
1: he couldn't sign it there. He couldn't sign it after that one year?
0: No, you lose the supermax when you leave your no, original he, team. But he
1: didn't make All NBA there, or that he didn't. You can't. Matter. You
0: can't get the supermax with a new team. He with went from team. San Antonio. Bingo. To so
1: okay. So then that's right. Um, anyway, yeah, he
0: passed it up by leaving the Spurs. He
1: passed it up that's by leaving the Spurs. That. I mean, yeah. sorry, not Toronto. Passed it up by leaving the Spurs. Anyway. Um, I've been all over the map on this. You know, my feelings on Jalen in in general, and you know, my feelings on Jalen and Jason Uh, my feelings on Jalen is he does one thing really well in that score. I don't think he makes his teammates better. I don't think, I think his stats um, over inflate his actual value to the team. I've always thought so. Um, But when times are tough and you need buckets and he gets them boy, is that great? Um, I think, I've always wanted to make that trade of someone who plays at a different position. Cause I do like the idea of your two best players, not playing the same position. And I don't, I've never believed that Tatum and Brown are compatible ever, 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 ever. I don't even understand the debate. I don't understand the debate. I don't understand the victory laps people take when they win and say, see, Like, how do you know how it would have gone with a different combination? I don't understand it. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, they don't complement each other. And, in fact, you've got two guys who kind of need the same thing, which is the ball in their hands, which takes everyone else out of play. And neither one of them can handle it that well. And neither one of them is a terrific passer, though Tatum is clearly on a level beyond Brown. I just don't get it. I think he's a scorer. I think he's a specialist almost, bordering on a specialist. I think you can get – 75 80 percent of his production at uh, you know two at, at, at half the cost of what you're going to ultimately end up paying him i think there's a lot of guys out there who can get you 20 and 21 and 22 and there might be but you might not have to pay 56 57 and and though and they totally slot in as you know you look at a guy like i know kevin o'connor mentioned a trade like an anthony simons is he on jalen's level no but if you had him and a couple of other pieces Instead of just Jalen, you're telling me that that's a much worse team? I don't know that. But what I do know is that 56 million average that it's going to come out to, or whatever that is, is harder to trade. Because if you're trying to avoid the whole second tax apron and all of that stuff, Bobby, when you trade 50 something million after you do sign the Supermax, if you do decide you want to move on from him in a year, you got to take it back. And that's brutal because that's going to keep you're going to you're going to suffer the same penalties. But now you're not going to have Brown anymore. So you almost have to do it at 30 million now or else it's just very, very difficult to do. Then you're just trading 50 for 50 when I don't want this guy and I don't want this guy sort of deals. You know, Your your Simmons for Harden situations, you know, like. That's not good either. That's that's like dumping. So, like, if you're going to get value, I think this is your only shot. And I think you actually missed it. You probably needed to do it last season. Yeah, and I sort of gauged their fit together in the past, obviously. And I know gonna... people disagree with me like crazy on it. But, like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I I would be willing to listen to a lot of different deals. And I'd be willing to say yes to a lot of deals that I bet you Celtics fans would be like, that's the craziest thing. Like, KOC mentioned Simons and the three pick. Yep yep
0: yeah i'm not Uh, doing that one but i
1: do like that mean is i would absolutely do that you would do that today i would you have to get younger you need some young cheap talent and i and i would i would take a hit having less of jalen to get to be able to do more with the roster i absolutely would because what ends up happening is you are going to be very locked in i mean it's Teams do not. Teams don't want to be into this repeater second tax apron thing because of all of the reasons. I know you don't think they're that prohibitive, but also the one where your your draft picks down the road get knocked to the bottom of the round. There's some really brutal shit that's going to make it hard to come back from it. You're, it's they're very very punitive, you know. And so and, you do have to make gonna, it- And in a couple of years, it's going to account for seventy percent of your salary. You're going to have a really hard time doing anything.
0: Right. And my, the way I'm placing it is because all the cap people want to, you know, show that they know the cap right now and, you know, just use that as kind of, I think, a, a, I think a it's way. an also
1: thing. I've never liked the fit, period. I never have. Now the cap kind of pushed me over. To me, it was right. like screw, screw it. What are you going to do? Not sign him. And now I'm like, I don't know. So don't, be-
0: I don't I don't want to hear about the cap stuff, because could this team have won the championship this year? Like, I don't know. Is there any chance they could have? Absolutely. They were one of the last four teams standing. A bunch of guys got hurt in game seven. And who knows what happens in the finals? They were absolutely a contender this year. One of the last ones standing. So this team can win a championship. I don't. You, you might disagree and say it's unlikely or they're probably not. But there's a, there's a less than 0% chance that this team can win a championship right now. And if they did, no one would be saying, oh, the cap. Oh, like, Oh, it's going to be very prohibitive. They, you'd re-sign Jalen and move on and figure it out later. So I don't want to do a bad deal or something that's going to make you worse or perhaps never get back to this point of contention because I still think you're right there with this group just because you lose your pick in seven years or you can't sign a mid-level guy. Like, it's just minor stuff, John. I know it's the kind of stuff that makes it hard to come back from this core if it falls apart, but I think this core is ingrained enough right now. I think Smart and Rob are signed, or you know, Smart and someone else are signed through 2026. Your entire core is signed through at least 2025. So you have two more legit shots at this. You just have to pay. And that was a question before this, anyways. Is are they gonna pay? I
1: get it. I know So, get so it. the
0: question the only question that matters is are Tatum and Brown the guys to do it? You make that decision now, and if you think judging every available option right now. That Tatum Brown and this team gives you the absolute best chance to win, you're wrong you, you with
1: it. And Bobby, I'm telling you, because you know me, this is not reactionary for me. What I have said this in the past. What I think the mistake everyone has made in in Jalen Brown and assessing his value is this notion that you're going to use him to land a big fish. And I've always wanted to go in the other direction. Use him for a team that's like, oh my God, I want a star and go get.
0: Yeah, See, guys, I, I can't agree with that. Your word de- team at that point. What
1: deals did I suggest? Halliburton and picks and players. Uh, DeJounte Murray and picks and players. You could have done that two years ago. Those were my suggestions. You hated them then, Bobby. You're telling me right now you wouldn't be like, oh my God, what a good deal that was, and that they wouldn't be better? They very well could with flexibility and with assets building into the future. They didn't. They don't. They've always been looking to trade him up everyone's saying dame like what do we know other direction you you're going to the whole is going to be greater than the sum of the parts if you make a move what about because because someone's going to say someone's going to say oh my god all nba i want that and go get it but like i might the guys i was suggesting a couple years ago bobby halliburton mikhail bridges uh and 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 murray and everyone's like that's the dumbest thing ever well, if you got those guys with picks and parts, you'd be better today. I'm sorry, you would be right.
0: And those guys probably aren't available now, so they're not anymore. You missed but it. Let's compare that all that stuff you mentioned to Durant, which is what I wanted to do.
1: And again, I wanted Durant only because it was laying on a platter, and it took me forever to get there, Bobby. I flip flopped on that one like crazy.
0: So Durant was the move. That was your chance to get ahead on this, and upgrade on him and maybe it took some other pieces maybe it would have taken a lot of picks I get it was a tough decision at the time but if you were looking into the future with Jalen and saying I don't know if this guy's staying here or I don't know if we're gonna be able to keep him it's just so strange to me though that all we did all year was campaign and do backflips and say hey he's a forward get them get them all NBA and now it's a problem that he needs to make this money I, I don't get it
1: so guys you either like him or you don't Everyone's gotta kinda of, I don't know what it is. It's like everyone just thinks our guys are the best guys. You know, I don't know what the mentality is, but like if All I right, were so like, let me
0: explain if I that.
1: were on the outside watching Jalen Brown play and and I and I had a different asset, and someone's like, "Would you trade him for Jalen?" I'd be like, "No, I that guy's a mess. Like he's just a that guy scores, but he's a, I would I don't want that guy. Right, like, what I about would, the
0: other way around? I like, I
1: wouldn't want to trade a star for him, is what I'm saying. If I were someone else, I would be like, "No, man, let someone else make that move. I'm I'm yeah. all I'm good." But you
0: know? it's now where they're standing is the opposite because all those guys you mentioned they're probably off the table now. They are, so, and you I, way- I
1: don't have the deal in my mind when I'm saying this. But I'm being honest about it. I've always thought his numbers are are are, are, are great. I, I think, think we saw that in the playoffs. And I'm not I'm not talking huge differences here. He's not a top ten NBA player. He's not top fifteen. You know me, Bobby. I always have him in the thirty to forty range. Still fringe All Star. That's kind of where he's at. That's kind of what I think of him. You know, inter- but not like not in the stratosphere people have him in. You know what I mean? Julius Randle made All NBA. You're telling me he's a frigging guy you build around and super you want to supermax julius randall have fun man you know like that's not going to be a great team you know <laughs> you know it's fine like there's guys there that i think he like he's always going to be on the cusp of the all nba discussion potentially because of his stats and he's going to be in the all-star conversation uh as well because of the stats they're gonna he's they're gonna be there does he make your team that much better i don't know i don't know right so, not not for not for not for all of the pieces you could get or the roster flexibility you could get if you were to have sold it for parts that were good ones, you know, like I don't
0: I don't I don't normally say this, but I do want to hear the deals people have in mind in the chat. I have some because and I'll explain the position I'm in right now because I, I'm closer to you never before, John, where I do think you actually look at this tandem now and wonder, is this the DNA issue on this team? This tandem, their ability to work together, their ability to lead together in particular. Because I do wonder, given the frustrations Brown talked about during the year, given the way he played, you know, which a lot of the time was downhill scoring and tunnel vision, and the non-committal uh, approach to the team going forward that kind of popped up through the middle of the season as well with the interviews. You wonder if, just from an intangible standpoint, whether saying. Alright, Tatum, this is your team now, and we're gonna put a bunch of complimentary parts around you, and everything's gonna be done to accentuate you, rather than trying to figure out this Tatum and Brown thing.
1: I've like, never loved the multi-star the, the, the big three multi-star thing. I I don't get it. CLNS Media Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win.